Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 134, written January 29th, 2023. The title of our podcast today is The The Impending Storm, Part 2. Jesus gives his church a stern warning. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. Matthew 24, 5-8. Now, my commentary. My commentary is, we have had some false Christs in our day recently that have presented themselves over the years as Lord and Savior, such as Jim Jones. We also had David Koresh. And I'm sure there's others. And many people have been deceived by these who claim to be Christ or Christ-like. But we have learned that they were just mere men. Men who were luring people to themselves for worship and or wealth. We have seen kingdom against kingdom, nation against nation, ever since the world has been in existence. And we know that we just went through a pestilence and or pandemic, we called it COVID-19. And the subsidiaries are many strands of the same virus, which is still with us today. Famines and or starvation, has always been with us, and so have earthquakes across the globe. But these are the beginning of the sorrows, Jesus said. Now, if you think like me, you wonder if that's the case, why do these events keep repeating themselves? If this is the beginning of the sorrows, well, My short answer is because each generation has to go through the same process. So they will have no excuse or question at the end to say, I didn't see any of the signs. But rather, we all had the same opportunity to prepare for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That being said, we need to get ready during our generation, during our lifetime. While it is today, he says, hear his voice. Harden not your heart. Repent and turn to the Lord while you have life. Just because the Lord doesn't come during your lifetime, that doesn't mean you don't get ready because you will be judged for what you do during your lifetime, not for what happened before or after your lifetime, okay? That's the reason these events 
keep reoccurring. Also remember, Jesus said he will come as a thief in the night. 1 Thessalonians 5.2. Read it. So men will not be overly concerned about Christ's coming. But the church is supposed to watch and pray and use these signs as landmarks and or waymarks to be ready. Okay? Then shall they say, then shall they rather deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Sounds familiar? And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Matthew 24, 9-14. My commentary is, those Christians who have suffered persecution in years past and currently suffering persecution in some parts of the world know this all too well, that even members of their own household will be delivering them up to the authorities to be persecuted. You know yourself, you got people in your family don't know why in the world you joined that church. In fact, they stand aloof and look at you and wonder why are you in that church anyways? They don't understand that you were called by the Holy Ghost to repentance. And many of them too have been called as well. Maybe not as you were, because God used different means to reach different people. He knows who they are, how they think, and what best way to reach them. So Mr. Preacher, if your ministry didn't reach a certain child or a certain person, don't be dismayed, don't be discouraged. You preach the gospel. God knows how to reach them because some will refuse and or ignore the call. Remember, no one at the end will be able to say, I was not called. Nobody told me about Jesus Christ. Listen, God and the Holy Spirit, God is not a respecter of person. He calls everyone to repentance. 2 Peter 3.9 Those family members and friends with the support of the authorities will persecute and kill some of you. This has happened in each and every past generation since Adam. Christians that believe and accept the name of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior have been persecuted because there's a devil and he don't want us to be saved. He hates you 
and want us to be lost as others unbelievers. The signs keep reoccurring because it needs to happen in your life. We saw the mass persecution during the Egyptian era, during the Roman era, and all in between. We will see it again when Antichrist presents his mark of the beast. The whole world will hate true Christians because they will have rejected the mark of the beast and they will be the ones that Satan persecute the most. But keep in mind, there are all kinds of persecutions going on throughout the world within each generation. Remember what I said earlier. The reason they keep reoccurring is because each individual will witness these things in their generation. Today we can begin to see the results of how love has grown cold. And the false prophets already at work here and abroad. The people who supposed to be men of the cloth have followers who are haters instead of lovers who supposed to be followers of Christ too. Yet the religious leaders in some cases are condoning hatred. Lord have mercy. And I Am I, rather, the only one seeing this? Or do you all see the same things? The Bible foretold there will be, there will come, rather, false teachers. Hang in there, child of God. He that endures to the end shall be saved. And thank God, the gospel is being preached in most languages and in every nation. We have missionaries, ministers, missions, TV, radio, shortwave radio, satellite TV and radio. And thanks to the wonderful in innovation of the internet, the airwaves are wide open now. Smartphones, almost everybody got one. Computers, well-known churches, TV ministries, little local services, even little folks like me with podcast ministries can preach the gospel without being there. Wow. My biggest supporters have been from the country Ghana. Even though I've never been to the country, but they are listening and being blessed. As my biggest group of readers and listeners of my podcast as of December 2022. Thank God the gospel of the kingdom is preached and broadcast, seen and heard throughout the world as a witness to our world. And we know after the gospel is preached, the end will come. So hang in there, child of God. Keep on preaching. Keep your head up. The end is nearer than we think. When, when ye therefore shall see 
the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee unto the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Hmm. For then shall be great tribulations, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. This is the granddaddy of persecution coming. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Matthew 24, 15 through 22. Read it. My commentary is, when we see Satan in the man of Antichrist stand up, in the temple in Jerusalem, posing as God himself. That abomination of desolation would have been fulfilled in Daniel 9, 24 through 27, Daniel 12, 11. These texts has a twofold meaning, but the latter verses 27 and 11 is the focus on Antichrist. Also Matthew 24, 15 and 16, read it. Herein is where Satan crossed that forbidden line. You can feel the urgency in the wording that Jesus used. That's why Jesus says, let them in Judea flee to the mountains. And those on the housetop don't worry about going back down to get anything out of the house. Because you ain't taking it to heaven anyways. And the folks out there in the field, don't worry about going back home, getting your clothes and getting dressed or to get ready for anything. Because it's the day of your redemption. He's coming. That's how quick and swift God will judge judgment is going to be on Antichrist. Mark 13, 24, Revelation 12, 7 through 22. The abomination speaks of someone standing. Remember those words, standing, not some sacrifice, standing in God's dead. Don't get it confused. He's standing. The Bible say, just as he tried in heaven. That's what is going to get Satan kicked off of planet Earth and locked in the abyss for a thousand years. Satan trying to be a God or be like God. Remember Isaiah 14, 12 through 14? Read it.
when you see the Bible say woe, God means that something horrific is about to take place. So if a woman is given birth at that time, or if you have young children that you're trying to nurse, or if, if, if it's during the winter months in some parts of the world, and, and do not let your fleeing be on the Sabbath day. Hmm. My Bible says this shall be the greatest tribulation of all time. The GOAT, G-O-A-T. You know, that's a familiar word these days, if you will. It's interesting he mentioned, don't let your flight be on the Sabbath. I say, hmm, again, because those are the people primarily Satan is going to be attacking. Let me read. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. The remnant, the last piece of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12, 17. Read it. Those hard-headed people who won't fall in line with Satan and all the Antichrist, but rather insist on keeping the commandment of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's why God makes no mistake for God knows who are his. 2 Timothy 2.19. Read it. And look at this. And so does Satan. He also knows who are his. Revelation 13, 16. Read it. But we who are alive when Jesus comes is going to see who are his also. When he say, come ye blessed of my father. Matthew 25, 34 to 46. Read it. Be sure to read that. Then he professed to those who are not his, depart from me, I never knew you. Matthew 7, 21 to 23, read it. Now, if you've heard the Lord's voice and you have believed his word, let's get you saved. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God. I repent of my sins. Please come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved as you are now a part of the family of God. Amen? Now, this, know this, that you are now subject to persecution. But don't give up. Hold on to the Lord's hand. Because they call upon the Lord. They who call upon the Lord shall be saved. Amen? Amen. Now I like to talk to my father. 
Father, as you continue to extend your invitation through the preaching of the gospel and your Holy Spirit, today there is no excuse. Your word can travel to the ears and heart of man so many different ways. Please continue to use these methods, Lord God, for your kingdom's sake. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you or someone you know have need of further prayer, please contact us at heavenspreadlink.com. We'd love to pray with you, and God bless you.